Welcome to the Projects and Systems Podcast, where we discuss best of breed ideas in project management and process improvement with one goal in mind, getting important stuff done. And now, your host, Randy Cox. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you for joining. This is Randy. Today, I want to uh, switch gears a little bit. So this pro- this podcast is called Projects and Systems uh, for a reason. So I spend a lot of the time on the project side of the equation, but today I want to jump over to the systems side and talk about a concept over there. And I think it's a, the reason I've combined those two things because I think as a, as a successful project manager, you need to understand both. You need to understand all the project management principles, but you also understand how, how operations work and how to set up an operation and how to set up a you know a well-functioning team and system inside of your project so that you can get your project done. So today I want to talk about flow. I want to talk about a scenario that I just ran into and um, and I would bet that you have this situation in your organization right now. So we I go we're getting our um, house remodeled as you've probably heard on prior episodes and that means when the contractors are in there they leave the doors just kind of wide open so they can go in and out and do their cutting or whatever. And um, so we are taking our dog and putting him in uh, daycare every day while the contractors are there. So I just went to drop my dog off. It's like 8.15. They opened at 8. It was like probably 8.10 something by the time I got there. And there are several people already. The the lobby is full. The check-in lobby is full. And there's already uh, several dogs and owners standing outside waiting because you you can only fit so many people in this lobby. Now, this is already after they've triaged. They have the small dogs in one building, the big dogs in another building. So, and this happens every day. This is a, um, this is a check-in process. They open at 8. They know people are going to be there. This is their rush hour. And what was happening as I looked inside is there, were, uh, there was a couple in there that was trying to, uh, they were taking a long time. Actually, there was a woman in there taking a long time. And there was a couple behind her. And then there was also some other people that were just trying to get in and drop their dog off and go. And what was happening is you had one, you had like two people working in there at the desk. And you had two pipelines worth of work flowing in at the exact same time to the exact same people. So what do I mean by pipelines? Well, you had one pipeline of folks, which is like me. I just need to come in, sign my dog in for daycare. They have they pick him up and they go take him back and we're done. And it should be like less than a minute for that to happen. There was and there was several of us that were out waiting in the parking lot to do that. We were in that, you know, short and quick pipeline. Then there was this other pipeline of folks who were dropping their dogs off for training. And that's going to be a longer process. They have to, you know, do food. They have to get instructions. And that takes probably a good 10 minutes, it seems like, for them to really do this handoff. Well, rather than having those folks show up at like, you know, no no earlier than, say, 9 o'clock or something after the morning rush is done, they're having those folks show up at the exact same time as the rest of the folks. So so now what's happening is you've created this massive bottleneck. You've got two pipelines worth of people. Some One is a slow pipeline. One's a fast pipeline. But they're all bottlenecking down to the same two individuals working in the front desk at the exact same time of day in the same physical location. So it was just a big train wreck happening right there. And that is 100% in control or in their control. 
you've probably seen this type of dynamic before. You know, like you, I went into uh, a haircut place, which is a men's haircut place, which is meant to just, you know, it's just kind of, just, it's not a fancy place. It's just designed to go in, get a simple cut and be out. And there's a whole bunch of us sitting in the lobby. And there was this like teenage kid over there getting this like super complex like haircut that was taken forever. And so it was bottlenecking back everybody else. And they hadn't thought through like it's possible that we have long transactions and we have short transactions. And their entire operation was just kind of assuming that they built it around short transactions. But when the when the long transactions happen to show up, which they know they will. They don't have any way to accommodate for that. They don't change their operation in any way. And, and their, their solution to that problem is to, well, let's just back up the short-term uh, transactions behind the long-term transactions. And let's just wait and then, and then just say, say you're sorry to everybody. And it's the exact same thing that was happening this morning at the dog place. So, you know, before we get too critical, like if I, if you were standing out in the parking lot with me, with your dog, ready to put your dog in, you would have seen just exactly what I had seen. It's just common sense. You would be like, good grief. Why do you have these long-term transactions? You know, why are you taking your staff to do that when all you need, you know, you could get 15 of us in here in the time it took you to just have that little one conversation. You would have seen that same thing just like I did. So before we get too proud of ourselves and we say, good grief, I would see that, I would do that. Ask yourself, here's my question for you today. Ask yourself, is there anywhere in your organization right now where there is a bottleneck? And if you say no, that is a problem in and of itself. <laughs> you have a self-awareness issue possibly that you, there is a constraint somewhere in your organization. And that's one thing that Dr. Goldratt taught us with the theory of constraints. And it's not always a bad thing. Sometimes you want the, you know, you, you, you want to identify where that constraint is and that's where you know how to work. And that if you go back and listen to my uh, prior episode about watching the hinge, um, we talk about that, but just assume that, you know, for now that there is a bottleneck in your organization, you know, where it is, is it possible that you are doing something similar and that you are creating, there is something that's 100% within your control that you've just not been aware of. And you just need to maybe come in with a new set of eyes as like an outside perspective and say, okay, if I was just a customer here, if I was just a consultant here, what would I think of this situation? And look at that and say, is there anything we're doing that, that is contributing to creating that bottleneck. Now, one of the things we've done in, in my current um, setup is that we've actually identified we have two types of um, requests that come in. We have one request that's small, it's quick, we can get it done in three days. We have another request that's large and it cannot be done in three days. Sometimes it can't be done in three weeks or three months. Sometimes these are very large. And so we, have, we identify, a, we have a triage process right up front when it comes in we identify what type of a thing is this. Does it go down pipeline number one, which is short and fast, or does it go down pipeline number two, which is big and gnarly? And if it's a big and gnarly, we have a dedicated pipeline just for that. If it's a short and fast, we have a dedicated pipeline just for that. And what does that mean? We have a separate operating system inside the company to handle that type of work. And it's you know, very smooth and it runs on like we've got processes and the whole thing and all the steps set up. But we have that triage up front and we don't 
we don't have the small stuff waiting and sitting behind the big stuff. We have both of them flowing through at the same time, right? So we're, we're allowing both types of work to come in because we have our eyes wide open. This is the nature of our work. Some is small, some is big. So we just need to accommodate and build an operation, a system that allows for each of those to happen at the same time in parallel with smooth flow, right? So there's the question, are you combining, you know, if, if you have a bottleneck, there could be multiple reasons why that's happening. But one of the questions to ask yourself for today is, is it possible that you've only, that you have different types of work but you're only set up, you only have one type of operation. If you have one type of flow, you have, you have one system, and you're trying to pigeonhole everything through that one system, then there's a high likelihood you're creating your own bottlenecks and you may be blind to it. You may not even know what, what you're doing. And it may be just as simple as to identify, go back and look at the work that you've done over the last three months or six months or whatever, and, and put it into buckets and say, you know what, we have two or three or four different types of work. And yeah, we're just trying to like put everything into this, you know, the square peg and the triangle peg and the star-shaped peg into this round hole. And that doesn't work so well. But if you can basically look at the nature of your work, you put it into buckets and then you say, okay, what would be the ideal system for each one of that or each type of work? And then you, over time, you create a dedicated workflow for that then anything that comes at you, you triage it, you bucketize it, you, you let it roll. And uh, things work much, much better for that. Hopefully you found that helpful. If you're finding all of these episodes helpful, then I would suggest that you subscribe so that these pop into your podcast app as soon as a new one is available. And I am trying to pick up the pace on these instead of like, uh, I've, I've been once a week and then I was missing, missed some weeks and now I'm trying to do twice a week. So um, I encourage you to do that. And also, if you would like just more information about how I can help you, you can go to www.randycox.solutions. That's R-A-N-D-Y-C-O-X dot solutions. I do some select in-person training, but also I have some really fun uh, online courses coming out here later this year. So you can be notified of those there. All right. That is all I have for you today. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Projects and Systems Podcast with your host, Randy Cox. Now, go get some important stuff done.